I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Great. I'm wonderful. Okay. You do agree with what I'm saying? Mm, depends. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Take it up. I think there are times where you have to be uncomfortable. So then get- you agree with me. <laughs> okay. So yes, if that's the point you're making, I do think there's times where you have to work it in and kind of sugarcoat things. Mm. I think it's learning the person that you're dealing with, right? Not all people respond the same exact way. All right. Well, uh, what is it? What's the quote say? Um, wherever you are, there you are, right? Yeah. Let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Keep It Uplifting Podcast, where we discuss lifestyle, fitness, and motivation. I'm your host, Uplifting, and I have with me again this evening on this very humid evening, Miss Barry. She decided me to join. She decided to join me for another episode, and I appreciate you. Welcome back, Miss Barry. Thank you. So you were saying that it's uh, in the topic that we're discussing here for the daily series on this uh, beautiful evening is eliminating pain. Mm-hmm. And you agree that sometimes it's, or you, we disagree on the fact that sometimes it's necessary. Yeah, sometimes it is necessary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like what, if you're sick with cancer and you need morphine? I think, yeah. No. I mean, obviously, yes, I <laughs> right. will agree with you. Right. There right. are definitely situations where you need to eliminate the pain. Right. Physical Maybe it's even mental right? Um, for yourself. But just to give you more context, I mean, we were obviously chatting before we started the pod, but uh, I was reading a book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by uh, Mark Manson. Mm-hmm. And in the book, he's, he's telling the story of Buddha. Okay. And Buddha's father was mm-hmm. this amazing emperor or mm-hmm. king. And he wanted his son to never encounter any of the suffering of the world. Yeah. So he gave him lavished, a lavish lifestyle, riches, mm-hmm. everything. And inside the walls of that total empire, there was no pain. Mm-hmm. Right? There was no suffering at all. He could control it. Right. Mm-hmm. And Buddha... Um, who wasn't Buddha at the time, but he became Buddha later on, hated that life. Yeah. Right? He hated the perfection of his of his life. And what happened was, is I guess he snuck out of the kingdom and saw what was going on, and he hated his father for depriving him of that. Yeah. So uh, I thought about it, and in today's climate, social media, all of this, mm-hmm. We're seeing, we're seeing everyone be told that you shouldn't be in pain. Like mm-hmm. You shouldn't have anxiety. Oh, yeah, you no. You shouldn't have depression. You shouldn't Absolutely. be sad. You shouldn't, like, none of these things. But what happens when you burn your hand on a stove? It's going to physically hurt. Right. Your body is told that one of the appendages that yeah. you have, there's a paint, there's receptors on your mm-hmm. body for your pain. Your nerves. Right? Nerve endings. Right. Absolutely. So... You know, one, that's hot. Yeah. Two, there's a psychological aspect of it where you never touch that stove again. Yeah. And I feel like the more that we 
tell everyone that they're supposed to be on vacation or living these lavish lives or working jobs that you absolutely have fell in love with, people are constantly running away from pain. Mm -hmm. And pain is discomfort. It absolutely is. Pain is suffering through a workout. Yeah. Right? So if you don't, if you go to work out or you're walking or running and it's painful. Yeah. Society's telling you to eliminate that pain mm-hmm. and not go, not do it. Yeah. Right. So you got a bunch of fat people, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> even myself who's working at it, but you got a bunch of obese people, uh, who are taking a bunch of pills mm-hmm. and, believing that they should have the lives that they see on their phones. Absolutely. So what do you say to that? I mean, I definitely think there's a downfall to social media when it comes to that. You know, you'll hear about the Instagram models where they're literally putting themselves in debt to travel to Greece to take a picture on Santorini. And you have... Children, you have adults, you have people that are working, people that are struggling with mental health issues that are seeing these photos that are thinking to themselves, why can't I do that? Right. It's painful to them to see other people live a life that just seems out of reach because not always is it realistic. Right. Um, But nothing tells them that they have to work for that. No. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is that we're, we're trying to mask the fact that everything requires some form of effort mm-hmm. and uh in the wise words of someone mm-hmm. pick a struggle yeah right like we're we're our attention and we were talking about that earlier you know someone was talking just to be talking just to be yeah. seen like we're so focused on getting attention mm-hmm. sometimes the wrong attention and the attention of people we don't know that we don't focus Enough on what absolutely matters to us mm-hmm. enough to bear the pain yeah. of progress. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, if you stub if you stub your toe in the chair, are you gonna do it again? You know what I mean? Like are yeah. you are you gonna keep that chair there if you if you if you uh crash your car and you don't have your seatbelt on and you mm-hmm. you burst through the front window? And you manage to survive. Are you going to wear your seatbelt from now on? More than likely. More than likely. I would hope so. (laughs) And that's what I'm talking about is that I feel like even with, uh, and I talked about this on a podcast you weren't on where Andrew Tate, uh, who's a very controversial guy or, or even Kevin Samuels. And I bring these men up because Mm -hmm. yes, uh, they are saying some wild stuff and I don't agree with what they're saying, but what happened to us being able to make our own decisions on who we're going to listen to and who we don't listen to? Right. Like I was watching an interview of uh, Vlad and he was saying that he refused to interview him because of some of the things that he said about women and how Mm -hmm. women, but he's a journalist. Yeah. And as a journalist, you want to have these uncomfortable absolutely conversations but because your platform has to be agreeable mm-hmm. mentally right like we all have to be following the same purpose the same direction absolutely and that's not a direction of progress like there's there's no discomfort in that there's no yeah. pain 
Well, people want you to have the same opinion as them. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's what it boils down to. And I feel like there are tons of different ways that we can explain this and talk about this over the course of the last 15 years. Right. But. But you agree that sometimes you have to eliminate the painful conversations or eliminate the uncomfortable conversations? Because that's what you were saying at the beginning. So, yes and no. Um, I think there are definitely times where you have to have an uncomfortable conversation right. with somebody, right? Um, you do have to think for yourself because something that might work for you yeah. isn't going to work for me. But what's your argument against what I'm saying is what I'm trying to, is what you were giving me before is that what's the, what's the yes or the no? Which one are you saying? That's what I'm saying. Cause you're saying yes and no. So, mm-hmm. Sometimes you do have to have the uncomfortable conversations, but I'm guessing sometimes you have to be aware of your audience. Is that Absolutely. What you're you have to be aware of the person that you're discussing. You have to be aware of how they're going to respond, mm. right? I'm not going to have the same conversation with someone who is overly emotional that I'm going to have with someone who is legitimately someone who you just have to keep it straight with, right? No bullshit. Cut to the chase. I like, I say it often. I said a spade's a spade. Right. Like I don't want someone to sugarcoat things when they speak to me. Right. If this is a problem and this is the issue that you're having with me, let's talk about it like adults. Will it be possibly a confrontation? No. Um, but now. So how does the overly emotional person get spoken to then? How do you help them improve? I I really think it's working it into what motivates them, working it into what they understand, right? Like there's a certain way that you're going to speak to them. You're not going to yell at them and be like, hey, you need to change this. You need to do this because it's going to be overwhelming for them. Yeah, but essentially what I'm saying is that, right, keep it up with the podcast. I always get people, when I say something they don't like Uh or something that's uncomfortable for them, or that's not positive, they say keep it uplifting. Yeah. As if it's an insult. But mm-hmm. keep it oh, uplifting absolutely. is about understanding that and this too shall pass. Absolutely. Right? So if you're going through life looking for everything that is okay for you because mm-hmm. you're emotional or like what if somebody doesn't shoot you straight, but you want Somebody to shoot you straight, right? Yeah. You're a straight shooter, but somebody's beating around the bush. Mm-hmm. How do you handle those uncomfortable situations and say, hey, stop beating around the bush. Give it to me straight. Like, what do, what do you do in those situations? I really think that it depends on the person and it depends on the relationship that I have with the person. And I'm not trying to say that like as I'm a listening. scapegoat, but if it's someone who's known me, you know, they know what motivates me. They know right. they know how to speak to me. So if they're talking to me a certain way, um, I may even say, you know, you're kind of offending me. Like, right. We, right. we've done right. this. We right. know this rodeo. Right. This pony show. Right. Um, what's the real problem here? You know? And I feel like sometimes those people are going to acknowledge it and say, okay, well, this is really it. But sometimes I feel like people don't always want to give you the straight answer. And that's what I'm saying is you know, society is full of that. Like it's, it's, it's full of being comfortable. 
it is being comfortable, but sometimes I feel like they don't want to give you the straight answer because they don't want you to know what they're thinking. Right. They don't want you to know if, you know, they don't like the color blue. Right. Because maybe I don't like people that like the color blue. They'd be like, oh, I really like green and right, shades Right, but that's of because green. we're in an agreeable society. So Absolutely. that's more to my point is that the society that we're in is trying to eliminate pain. And that, to me, that eliminates innovation. That eliminates progress. That eliminates us coming up with brand new ideas. Because if we all think alike, there is no reason to evolve. Mm-hmm. And... I feel that sometimes you're going to run into these type of situations when you are pursuing things for yourself in life that are really external things that you believe that are going to make you happy. Maybe they're doing it because they don't want you to succeed. <laughs> I mean, that that could be true. It could be true. You know, maybe they don't want you to know what to do to get to the next level of your job. Or what to do to help you earn six figures or eight figures or whatever it may be. Right. You know, I definitely think there's people that have the answers. Right. Right. There it's that's something I say a lot, too, is like, you know, the answers to the test. Yeah. But you seem to be towing the line here. Do you believe that we're in a society where it's making everyone a bunch of pussies is what I'm sitting here asking you? And it's yes or no. And I want to know what your your point is on that. Because, like, just because I say keep it uplifting doesn't mean that everyone should have this positive mindset that's going to drive you to always be so happy. And, you know, that that's going to get you to the next level. It's not. It's it's. I think life is gritty and full of tough, stressful situations that you have to... Find a way to push through mm-hmm. and prosper and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah. So I will definitely say that, yes, I agree with you. I do think that social media plays a big part in that, too. Right. Um, how a man's supposed to act, how a woman's supposed to act. Right. You know, we're a little bit older, but I definitely have other friends that are older. I have friends that are younger. And a common trend that you always see is like, oh, those Gen Zs, those Gen Zs, you know, they don't know the work ethic because they're still living at home with mom and dad at 28 and didn't go to college and mom and dad are still going to pay their way. Um, I definitely think there are, there is a way that social media will put that on people. Um. I will also say that's a lot with cancel culture. You know, that's that's for creators, for podcasters, for influencers anywhere. You know, don't say the wrong thing about the wrong person. Exactly. Don't disagree. Right. But so, yeah, social media does play a part in making people pussies. Right. You know, you do the wrong thing with your friends. You know, I was David Dobrik, right? Like super funny creator, Mm -hmm. off-the-wall type shit. He Mm -hmm. has friends that are older, younger. Mm -hmm. They have an obscene amount of money, spend that money doing crazy things, right? Right. Um, He has a blowtorch. There's a blowtorch incident incident with one of his friends. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, my God, how could he? Right. But you were watching him 
yeah. with his friends in the blowtorch. Right. So 15 minutes ago, you were cool with it. Now you're not. And it's not just social media. We see it with sports teams. We see it with everything. We're we all, see it with, it, absolutely, it's, it's music just, artists and what they said in 1982. It's just like what, what I was saying in, in uh, yesterday's episode is that, you know, we're taught to believe that luck is only for good things that mm-hmm. happen to us. We don't believe that bad luck is good luck. And a lot of times you never know what those type of, you know, those type of situations or instances mm-hmm. are keeping you away from and how beneficial it is for you. And I truly believe that there's progress and power and pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's you thinking for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because thinking for yourself is painful, it seems it these days. Right? Like following your own path. Mm-hmm. Is what we, you know, what we talk about on here a lot. And improving yourself sometimes can be lonely. It can be frustrating. Yeah. It could be, I mean, it could be emotionally damaging to an yeah. extent too. Because, you know, like you're going through things that people around you don't understand, mm-hmm. don't care about, don't want to hear. They just want you to be aligned with them. Mm-hmm. And you have to be steadfast in what you're trying to do and where you're trying to get to. Yeah. Absolutely. So don't try to eliminate the pain. Enjoy it. Yeah. I'm with you. Keep it up, listen. Make sure to like, comment, share, and most importantly, keep it uplifted. I want to thank you guys for listening. Please be sure to check out the site, keepituplifting.com, to stay in touch with all of us here at the podcast. We would love to hear from you, especially myself, the main host. We would love to hear from you, any topics you would love to talk about. And we just dropped the Discipline shirts and hoodies on the store. Uh, You can also reach that from keepituplifted.com. The link to that will be in the listen notes as well. Just want to say we appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast. Thank you so much. And always, and always, keep it uplifting.